Hello, woman of family. We are so excited that you are here with us today. We're sitting down and we're chatting about something that I think most people can relate to. <laughs> I bet you have a story or two. We're talking about customer service in 2023 and not just customer service, just like the idea, the mindset, how it's changed because I think we can all agree it's not the same as it used to be. It's definitely not. Like I can date myself here. I went through so much customer service training for the smallest jobs when I was younger. It doesn't exist today. No. So if you do not own a business, that's okay. Stick around because you're going to resonate with this. And you know what? We're even going to give you some little things that you can do to improve the customer service factors in your life so you don't get that shitty service anymore. <laughs> Sit back and woman up with us. Okay, customer service is a dying art. There, I said it. It's really changed. Everything has changed. And, you know, we talk about it post-COVID, how it really, really seemed to stick out like a sore thumb that, you know, obviously a lot of these businesses were struggling with employees, um, the whole nature of things, not being able to touch people, communicate with people without a yeah. mask. It all changed. But really, I feel like this has been coming for a long time. But I think it's also because businesses today and, and people, even with their own brand, they're not in touch with it anymore. So the owners of these companies aren't in touch with their personal brand to make their business stand out with it. And even like from a person going to, you know, a personal brand perspective, without being like in alignment with what you stand for and those morals and their val those values, mm -hmm. there becomes a disconnect. And that's where like we, we talk all the time, your first impression could be your last impression. So I think it's like, that's a big part of it. Yeah. And I feel like, especially nowadays, everybody has kind of an entitlement factor, mm -hmm. especially from a customer standpoint. You freaking millennials. You expect, <laughs> you expect a certain level, level of service. You expect, you know, a certain quality. Yet at the same time, the customer or sorry, the, the actual businesses don't have the time or space or energy to put into that. Well, and we talked about this too before we started our recording because you go into a store nowadays, let's say I go into a clothing store and half the time I don't even see somebody until I go to pay for it. Yeah, yeah. Item. Okay. Wait, I got to, I got to check you on this. Okay. So when I was in college, I worked at a place called Eaton's. Oh, and now going, you're, you're dating I'm yourself. I'm totally dating myself. But imagine it's like a, a department store, um, like Wilco Macy's too? or no, I'm, I'm past Woolco. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I did work at Eaton's. I freaking loved it. I worked in the men's designer department mm -hmm. and I helped suit men in, you know, like all the high fashion, Tommy Hilfiger, high fashion, high fashion. like that. Yeah. <laughs> high fashion, uh, Joseph Abood. And so it was like my, I loved my job, but I went through freaking, I, I swear it was like a month full of customer service training so that I knew what Eaton's expectations were, and then they would have follow-ups to make sure I was adhering to their policies. Mm -hmm. And you know what? At the time, I was so over it, but I held on to those books all these years because it was one of the best customer service trainings I ever received, and I still use it going forth in my life. So you have the Eaton's customer service books still? I, I do, and I'm not putting it on eBay. <laughs> Okay, so we did have this conversation, though, about when you go into a store and you're not getting talked to or there's no one there to support you, and you had the point, like, do people actually want to be talked to? 
And Laura does not want people to talk to her, ever. <laughs> I'm more of a, like, I just want to, like... Head down, go head in. Head down, go in, find my stuff, and then if I want something, I'll find you. But I want you to be around so that I can find you. That's the yes. difference. Well, and so the difference for me is if I walk into a store and I'm not greeted within 30 seconds, I'm like, that goes against my training. <laughs> but also, I, I do enjoy... I don't want to, like, sit and chat with somebody, but ask if I need help with anything. That's the most simple form of customer service. And it's not even us being, you know, like, this is what we do for a living. We we help brands elevate their brands. And this customer service is the number one thing people are looking for. And it doesn't exist anymore. Well, that's not true. It does exist because, for instance... Um, Lana and I, both our daughters, are getting ortho work done. They have like we are, are spending our life savings are on our not children's teeth. Blessed <laughs> in the teeth department, these kids, but they make up for it in the rest of the ways. But um, so we're going, and, and Lana, you took Mall into an ortho down in your neck of the woods, and it was like an okay experience, right? It like, was fine. It, it was nothing spectacular, but like the follow-up was weak. There was very little personality from the orthodontist whom I'm giving, you know, lots of money life to. My life away, yeah. And so, then Allie is at the same time going to ortho and I got referred here and you walk in and it's just this incredible atmosphere. Mm -hmm. The orthodontist is like, I told Lana, it's like he's like, shitting gel yellow jelly beans. It's, it's just so true. He is so fun and engaging and wonderful and Can we say his name though? His name's Dr. It Sunny. It is Dr. Sunny. Yeah. And like does he ever radiate He's that? Incredible. Like and absolutely like he just really gets to the kids and talks to them before he even talks to the parents. And it's all about engaging in what they're doing in their life and all these things. And the office itself is incredible. So mm -hmm. you decided to come and bring Mall in there. Yeah. Laura's like, well, you should try. She's like, Lana, the branding here is amazing because <laughs> that's how we talk. And you need to check this guy out. And I thought, you know, like maybe on the off chance that he's going to offer a different plan, I'm going to check him out. Well, we ended up going with him purely based on our experience because the two plans we were offered between the first guy and the second guy were the exact same plans. But why wouldn't I give my money to the place that made us feel comfortable, made us feel seen and welcomed us? It's a place that you like want to work, right? Like that's the whole idea. If, you, if you're a business, you want to make your place so engaging and so wonderful that people would be like, I want to work here. Mm -hmm. This is not my field. Mm -hmm. This is not my forte. But frick, I want to. I want to work here. I want to be a put me on the roster. Yeah. yeah, like they're dancing and they're laughing and they're having fun with each other and there's music playing and it's just a really great environment. So yeah. customer service is not entirely dead yet. It's not entirely dead. I would just say that maybe it's not a focus like it's it not. used to be. But when you do focus on it, what it can do for your business or what it can do for your you personally too, right? Um, I feel like when you are hiring anybody for your business, it's so important to look at hiring somebody whose personal brand reflects your business brand. And yet still ensuring that, you know, as a as somebody who's been hired, you're malleable. And as somebody who's doing the hiring, you're looking for somebody who's trainable. I think about In-N-Out Burger because like not only are they the best freaking burgers in the world and their fries as well. And we even talk about this every time we go to Palm Springs. We always ask about the hidden menu of everything. Anyway, sidebar. Um, they have the best employees. Mm -hmm. They are the most hardworking. You go in there and working at a fast food joint is 
absolutely a respectable job. However, it's not the most well-paid job. Right. Yet these people, it's like they are making the highest paid amount out there. They're They're busting their asses. They are busting their ass. They are smiles. They are everything. Like, you need anything. They're just incredible. So I think they must go through, like, the Eaton's training, like you. They probably (laughs) have the In-N-Out Burger package on there. I would like to look into that a little bit further, actually. It's funny, though. Because when we think of customer service, definitely In-N-Out came out, which is came up in our minds immediately. And we did a little quick sleuth Mm -hmm. on the the Googles. And according to Forbes in 2023, then what do you think the top five – places were that ranked the highest for customer service in the U.S.? I would say In-N-Out would be like my number one, 100%. They were not number one, but they were top five. Okay, so the number one, this one threw me for a loop. You're not going to know it. Bucky's. Do you know Bucky's? Bucky's. I do not know Bucky's. Bucky's, I know it only because it's like our flying J. It's like the the roadside. Oh. Like the roadside truck stop. Right. This is where you stop, you get something to eat, you see lots of semis lined up. You have to use the bathroom, but don't want to use the bathroom. You don't want to use the bathroom. Well, apparently you should because they ranked number one Mm. for customer service. Number two, Chick fil A. Which is interesting. I've actually never eaten Chick-fil-A. I have. It wasn't, for me, anything great. But they do have gluten-free for you. So just a note. Um, Sidebar, though, they are a Christian-based company. And they're coming under a lot of fire right now. They've been making tons of headlines. So it's interesting. Anyway, that number two for customer service is Chick-fil-A. Followed by three, Toyota. Four, our favorite, Costco. Oh, (laughs) Okay, Costco. Costco. Well, you can't <laughs> really beat Costco's customer service. Like, I'm surprised they're not number one. Seriously, like we could do a podcast about what people return to Costco. Yeah. And number five was in and out. Okay. Okay. I'll let it be number five. That's okay. And do you want to know? Okay. Well, alternatively. So the worst of the best? Worst so, of the best, yeah. So the list is 300 businesses long. The worst of the best, Elf Beauty. Which I've really come to love. Keep in mind, they're just, they're still on the best mm-hmm. list. They're just, you know, number 295. Uh, Elf Beauty, Best Buy, Whirlpool. They suck. Best Buy sucks oh, no, for, no. I'm sorry, Best Buy people. Yeah. Whirlpool, YouTube Music. I thought that was interesting. I've never tried to yeah. access customer service through uh, them. Uh, High V. I don't know what High V is. It was a grocery store. A grocery store. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, NBA like chain. NBA 2K. Which is like apparently a video game, and HP Electronics. So that might well, be the t- that might be the last. I'm surprised six or HP seven, is but. even on the best of the worst. I know, but it goes to show that people are keeping tabs, and people will spend their money where they feel valued. And that, but that brings up another point too, because as a customer, I think you have a part to play mm-hmm. in your customer service. You can't just walk into a joint and expect to be treated like a queen or a king, and. I think that the way you present yourself as a mm-hmm. customer also determines how you're going to be treated. Yeah. Like, I, I think about, um, I have a family friend. He is the most lovely man in the world. And I swear, he gets the best customer service no matter where he goes because he takes a moment every time he goes in to connect with the person he's talking to. Yeah. He'll always start with like a compliment, a, hey, how are you today? Um, would it be a problem if I do this? Like he's very kind with his words. He's considerate. And he's considerate. Mm-hmm. And half the time, if barring COVID, he'd walk in and he'd give them a little pat on the back and be like, hey, buddy, what's the chance of getting a table over here? Yeah. Right? When there's nobody in the bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yet it definitely sets the bar for how he's going to be treated. Right. 
And it's funny because we were at a water park uh, recently with all the kids. And in front of me, there was a lady who was waiting for a spoon. And she lost her shit a bit over waiting for a spoon. And she's like, you know, she was getting very angry. And I just wanted to, you, know, you don't know what's going on in other people's lives, but take a moment to reflect on how you're treating people, especially in the service industry. But it's not going to get you any further. Mm-hmm. That spoon's probably licked now. I was going to say they, they spit <laughs> on the spoon for sure. Yeah. From a client-facing perspective, what needs to come first? You know what? I think that one of the biggest things that's lost now from business owners out there is not valuing, valuing, I can't even talk, the loyalty of the customers that are continually coming back. Mm -hmm. I think that's a dying, dying breed. I know that it comes down to to funds and, and businesses are struggling and online has taken over, which online still has a place for customer service 100%. And online really focuses on loyalty though too mm-hmm. because you get the rewards, yeah. you get all of the things. Thank it's you for all shopping. It's a 20% discount code, mm-hmm. right? All mm-hmm. these things which are wonderful and you should be doing. But there are brick and mortars out there. There are service industries out there. There are, you know, like your dermatology clinic. If you're a loyal play, loyal customer, you should be getting perks, mm-hmm. right? And no one's doing the perks anymore. No one's being rewarded for being a loyal customer. And I think that is a big, big piece to what's missing right now. I agree. And I think that anticipating your client's needs can go so far. You can be a waitress. Oh, I know where your head's going with that waitress (laughs) one. Well, you know what? Honestly, though, you know, when when you're tipping somebody 20%, which is the bar apparently now, um, you want to tip for exceptional service. And if you are a waitress and you're not anticipating your client's needs, then this like it should be reflected in your tip. I'm sorry. I hate to say it, but so many times it's common sense. No matter what industry, waitressing, mm-hmm. not it, it's common sense, and people aren't taking the moment to think about it. Um, like for instance, we had an incredible server in Palm Springs at just like a small restaurant down the street. Mm-hmm. Um, what do they do? Like my child does is she knocks her glass of pop all over the place, right? Orange pop, orange pop, of course. And so we're up, like, moving with nap- napkins and everything else. She runs out with a cloth and is cleaning it up. Then she's back bringing us extra napkins. Then she's refilling the pop. She's done it all. Whereas this has happened multiple times. Maybe I should stop giving my daughter drinks. drinks yeah. um, this has happened multiple times. And you end up cleaning it up yourself. And you don't even get anything. You have to ask for the napkins. You have to ask for whatever. And this is the same in any industry, server or not. You have to ask for things. And I think if the client is asking, you've dropped the ball. Anticipate the needs. But isn't it crazy that we were so floored by this amazing yeah. gesture that she and came and so good at her job. Right. <laughs> right. Again, it's just keep it simple, but just anticipate the needs. And I think also like when there is a problem is how you handle it as a business, as a manager, um, from a client facing perspective, how you handle that problem is going to be the deal maker or breaker. Yeah. Well, and I think that Forbes did something recently, mm-hmm. right? They had a study that said um, the top three drivers to cu- customer service, right? Yeah, yeah. It was the customer experience benchmark survey, and it was put on by Forrester. And the n- top three things that people were looking for when they were going to patron or be, a, you know, be a customer was that the rep and the agent answered all their questions. Number two, that the problem resolution happened on the first call. And number three was that 
the employees were empowered to make the decisions oh. of the manager. How many times have you been put on hold and said, I'll need to talk to the if manager? I hear that one more time, I are you serious? Like, no, you this is your job. You should be able to figure this problem out for me without going to a manager. You and you know what? These managers need to be able to give the authority of that decision making to them. It's so easy. <laughs> it, that, common sense is not that common. Like, I don't... It's not that common. Okay, so if you're a customer, I love how you put that with, with regard to the story of Harry, because when you make that connection with anybody at any business, you change the narrative immediately. So connection is key. Connection is key. That's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> and there we go. <laughs> But no, if you're a customer, be a good damn customer. Yeah. Uh, show up, be kind. If there is a problem, there's no need to escalate it if you can't try to take care of it immediately. Like, obviously, we've all been in situations where we've received really terrible service and we're like, okay, I'm going to leave a Google review. Mm-hmm. And well, because honestly, but the flip side of this is businesses always, at, I mean, us, we're one of them, right? We say, if you enjoyed our service or our mm-hmm. things today, please leave us a Google review. And so we're always asking for these as businesses. However, sometimes you're not anticipating that it's not going to be a good review because you're hoping Mm -hmm. or it's not going to be a bad review. Yeah. You have to be open to feedback. I think that's the biggest thing for the business side of things. But as a customer, um, giving honest feedback without like trolling the internet can go a long way. Well, and leaving a bad review for somebody on Google or Yelp or anything actually isn't doing what you want it to do. No. They're just going to get completely defensive. Um, Rather than, usually, if you were to approach a company with an email or in person and just say, listen, this was my experience and I want you to be aware of this. Mm -hmm. And you know what? That can go so far. Give them an opportunity to make it right and then go on and leave them the nice review that said, Mm -hmm. you know what? My expectations weren't met originally. Mm -hmm. However, upon bringing it up, they went Above and beyond. The fortunes in the follow-up. That and the fact that we all have blind spots. At the end of the day, I think that's the takeaway is like we all have blind spots as a customer or as a business. You have blind spots. Well, the woman that was demanding the spoon, she might not have known that she had like a resting bitch face. I have one too. It wasn't the resting bitch face. It was her whole demeanor. She was like, geez, like I've been waiting for this spoon for so long. I was like, I know why you've been waiting now. So... Not very approachable. Not approachable, but also just entirely angry. And I get it. Like, it's frustrating. But I also waited for my nachos for 25 minutes. So guess what, lady? And you still took those nachos with a smile. Yep. And I didn't need a fork either. Okay. Lastly, if you are a customer, I think it's so important that if you do receive outstanding service, just like Laura did at the orthodontist, you refer to a friend. Mm -hmm. That is the biggest compliment. It goes so far to helping these businesses grow, and it also rewards what they're doing right. Absolutely. Send them a coffee card in the mail. We love those. Those are the best. You just sparked a thing for me. Also, the the dentist, the ortho, we're just touting this ortho like crazy today. He partnered with the um, cupcake store next mm-hmm, door. Mm-hmm. And so the kids, when they came in, they got a cupcake. And on Mother's Day, um, it was uh, body lotions you got. From a local maker. And I yeah. got in another day. It was, oh, the when the Oilers were playing. And they got Oiler cake pops for everyone right. who came through the door. It's just little things that go such a long yeah. ways. That's also building community. 
the personalization too, right? Personalization. It's, yeah, yep. writing those hand note cards to your loyal customers, things like mm-hmm. that. Okay, well, I feel like this podcast has been all over the wow. place, but it is. these are all important things I think that we can take away, and I, we certainly learn all the time. We discuss these things with our clients, yeah. and we love, like, it's hard for us to walk into a place now and actually have a great experience. So it is, you know, I shouldn't, does that That's sound not, awful? That okay. does sound okay, awful. No, no, I mean to have an exceptional experience, and I think so when you do have an, ex- an exceptional experience, it's nice to talk about it. Absolutely, and you know what? I love working with our clients that we get to like go through and be like, you know what? This is what your customer is seeing. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is this is how you are showing up to them. And everyone as well. Like this is how you're showing up in your daily life. This is how your brand is being reflected. Mm-hmm. And how to reflect your personal brand more in your business or more in your daily life. Yeah. It's always exciting because the aha moments are real. Yeah. The best. All right. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for womaning up with us. Um, as always, your Woman Up merch is available on the website. Uh, get it today. We have limited edition of our black hoodies. I think they're still black sold. on black, y'all. We Ooh, love it so understated. much. It is understated, and it's and it's a really cozy empowerment. <laughs> Look at me go. <laughs> it is understated empowerment, and it's also really comfortable. So. You can grab those today. So thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed this, please refer us to a friend. Oh, See how I did that? Oh, she brought it all the I way did. around. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> all right. Thank you to Doug with Stories and Strategies for showing up today, making us sound good, and helping us out. That's it for us. Till next time. Ciao for now. Ciao for now.